0: The pages of Professional Investigator Magazine comes PI Magazine, the podcast. Join us each week for the latest in the world of the Professional Investigator, exciting guests, new equipment, marketing tips, software, PI advice, and more. Learn what's new and exciting in PI Magazine, the podcast. Now let's join our hosts and the publishers of PI Magazine, Jim Nanos and Nicole Cusanelli.
1: And Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to this episode of PI Magazine, a podcast. I'm your host, Jim Nanos. I'm usually joined by my co-host, uh, co-publisher, Nicole Cusinelli. But this evening, I'm going to be doing a quick short show. We're just going to be talking about a piece of equipment, specifically the psionics line of night vision cameras. We're broadcasting today from the PI Magazine studios down in sunny uh, southern New Jersey. Working to board this evening is my good friend, as always, Detective Jack Russell. We're going to do our best to punch this one out pretty quick and just give you a little bonus episode. So my guest this evening is a very good friend of mine, Mike Uh, Aletta of Anchor Investigations. Mike is the owner of Anchor Investigative Services based out of Freehold, New Jersey. Mike has over 13 years of experience as a professional investigator, has worked a wide range of investigative assignments. Mike holds bachelor's of science degrees in both criminal justice and fire science from the University of New Haven. His firm specializes in attorney support services, surveillance, and personal injury investigations. Mike is also a certified technical surveillance countermeasures technician and is regularly contracted to conduct bug sweeps in both residential and commercial venues nationwide. Mike is an active member in the New Jersey Licensed Private Investigators Association and holds the board position of treasurer. Mike has been a volunteer firefighter for over 20 years and continues to serve as first lieutenant for the Manalpin Township Fire Company. Mike enjoys yoga, sunsets, long walks on a beach, and has a dog named Stewie. Okay, I made up the <laughs> yoga, sunsets, and long walks on a beach, but he does have a dog named Stewie. Welcome to the show, Mike. Uh, hi, Jim. How are you? Doing great tonight. So it's just going to be you and me. I just wanted to talk real quick about uh one of the, the new cameras that is out there. And we started carrying this in PI gear last year. And recently, I guess within the last, I'm going to say probably a month or so, it seems like I've been getting a lot of calls request for information on night vision cameras. I use this camera. I enjoy this camera. I love this camera. And I know you have one also, Mike. So I wanted to get somebody on the podcast that uses a camera and is a surveillance technician. And we can just have a conversation about the psionics line and specifically a sport camera. I personally use the psionics sport camera and I enjoy it. I use it fairly often for surveillance. Recently we we're getting calls about night vision. And it's funny when I get on the line with somebody and they start talking about night vision, they always go back to, well, you know, I saw this camera or I saw this pair of binoculars that is night vision for $59.99. A lot of guys don't understand the difference between night vision and maybe low light and infrared. So I wanted to take a few minutes first and just you and me might talk about the difference in some of the cameras that are out. Night vision is true night vision, no infrared illuminators. No secondary device is providing light. It is simply utilizing the ambient light that is outside, specifically moonlight or maybe street lighting. And then you have a line of cameras that may be questionably marketed as night vision, uh, but they're truly low-light cameras where they either have infrared illuminators or they're just a little bit more sensitive cameras out there, but they're, they're not night vision. So what we're going to be talking about is a psionics line that we carry now and that we use. And this is true night vision camera. There are no infrared illuminators. There's no secondary light source needed. It is simply the camera itself. Mike, how long have you used the uh, Sionics? And I think you have the Sport version, right?
2: Yeah, I do have the Sport version, and um, I've I've had it for a few months now. And it's funny that you mentioned, you know, the other the other options that are out there in cameras, because like most investigators, I've probably tried a lot of them, and and it's always just Disappointing, or it just doesn't get you where you gotta be. And uh, I remember when you first told me about, about this line of cameras and we were talking about it, um, it, was, it was pretty exciting and uh, you actually let me try one out and it, it was amazing and I just, I remember asking you how soon could I buy this? Because it, it was, it bridges that gap um, when you're sitting there and it's getting dark and you're kind of, kind of panicking, like I know it's gonna be too dark soon for my regular trusty camera. And I know something's going to happen that I'm going to need to capture. It's, it's not to sound like a commercial, but this is this is exactly what I think a lot of us have been looking for. So, uh, thank you for making us aware of it, or making me aware of it, because uh, you know it's it, it was it was pretty cool, especially once I got it in my hands that we have access to something like this. It's pretty neat.
1: Well, you know, I too am guilty as you, where I have a whole shelf full of. <laughs> I'm going to say junk. I mean, literally over the years, things that I've seen advertised at different locations and in different websites and all over the place, I've I've purchased them all like you. And exactly like you say, I'm almost always disappointed because, you know, you look back and you say, well, what was I thinking? What what did I think I was going to get for $59? I th- <laughs> was I thinking I was going to get true military grade night vision for $59? That's yeah. obviously not what you're getting. So the the manufacturer of this camera is Psyonix psionics offers four different models within psionics line and the models are the sport model the aurora black the aurora and the aurora pro and what we're going to be talking about tonight is actually the least expensive in the line which is the sport version which is what i use and which is the same one that you use i wanted to touch base and we'll talk a little about some of the features and some of the things that are really cool about this camera what i really like is i've had true night vision in the past we've had other cameras that we've highlighted in the magazine or spotlighted in the magazine the cameras that I've used and they tend to become the platforms are large they're they become cumbersome they're difficult to use and they're just big sometimes they're just too awkward to carry and utilize in a a practical setting what I really like about these cameras and they're all uh, size wise they're all about exactly the same there's a difference in the uh, functionality and some of the features on the cameras but size-wise, they're all exactly the same. So the, the cameras are roughly the size of a standard Handycam. They might be slightly larger, but if you know your way around a cam video camera, then you should have absolutely no problem utilizing those cameras. What are some of the things you've done with yours, Mike? Where have you utilized your camera?
2: Well, it's funny because when, we first, um, when you first told me about it, I had a uh, cohabitation case that was just starving. And it was going to involve a lot of overnight um, overnight residence visits and, and, you know, the usual documenting of vehicles and uh, trying to get an idea of what's going on at a residence at night. And, you know, I was trying to figure out how I was going to pull it off uh, with the overnight and this just happened to come at the right time. But that was my first case that I actually used this in, used this camera in the field. And the cool part about it is it not only is it, are you able to see really good when you have the night setting on and there is a... It doesn't even need to have ambient light, but when there is, like a porch light or something, it lights up like daytime, but it also reacts very well to the reflective surfaces like license plates. So this made that cohabitation case uh, almost a home run automatically. It was was just super easy to gather evidence, and that was kind of what I'm looking for, but I've used it for... For domestic cases where they go into the nighttime into the evening and just to get shots of people walking out of a restaurant together or um, walking into somewhere together whereas normally it would just be a really dark scene on a on a video and you'd have to explain it in your report you know now you could actually see and make out faces and everything i kind of try to use it as much as i possibly can just because it's it's fun to use and um, you know you were talking about the size and the the way it feels in your hand and the it is like any other camera. When you get a new camera, you keep it in your hand for a while and you make sure you know where the buttons are. But it is it is definitely a one-handed camera without a problem. Uh, I have no problems uh, using one hand to function everything, almost everything on the camera. So just to follow up on that part of it, I mean, that, that's also a, a plus in the checkbox for that one.
1: Some of the functionality of the camera, people can equate to a standard Handycam. So these cameras use a, a SD card, a micro SD card. So to hold up to a 32 gigabyte card and with almost all the equipment that we sell, we always recommend a a good quality class 10 SD card. Don't cheap out and buy a, you know, a card that's a dollar or less because (laughs) you think you're, you're saving a buck. You know, you have to buy a class 10 card to get the HD functionality on almost all this equipment to work properly. I get a lot of calls from people that they have a question about the device isn't working right, whether it's a, a micro surveillance camera or, a handy camera or, or any sort of camera that's obtaining HD video. And we try to troubleshoot it and you go through it nine times out of 10, it turns out that they're using a very, very cheap quality SD card, not a high quality class 10 card. And we're only talking pennies. So in these cameras, we recommend or on all our devices, we recommend a good quality S, SD card, micro SD card, class 10. Uh, so in addition to video, this camera also does still pictures, which is great because, as you said earlier, if you're trying to capture a license plate at night or in total darkness or very, very low lighting in the past, I've had my DSL camera out, and I'm trying to get a picture, and it looks good in, in the, mm-hmm. on the screen, and, I, and, and then you get it, and you look at it, and you got all the reflective surfaces on a license plate, and you say, it looks yep. good when I was taking a picture, or I end up taking 50, mm-hmm. 60 pictures trying to hope that I get that one that you can read the license plate. With, with a camera like this, that's not a problem any longer which is tremendous. It's it's one and done. Uh, so you mm-hmm. don't have to loiter in front of a house or down the block or something trying to get that perfectly framed photograph. You can just grab it with this camera and go. So in addition to the still pictures and the uh, the video, what are some of the other features that you've noticed that you like on the camera, Mike?
2: It, it's going to sound pretty trivial, but um, and, and it's standard on almost every camera, but one of the things I found myself using, especially for cohabitation cases in, in rural areas, is the um, the mount on the bottom of it? I mount it to a, a, a holder on my dashboard. I aim it to where I know I'm going to be driving by this house and and where I need it. And I set it up down the street. And just being able to be hands free and and have and knowing reliably it's going to be it's going to be shooting that video that I need It's it's huge. Some of the other things on it, uh, is the Wi-Fi capability on this one. Uh, they do have their own app. Uh, I don't use it as often, I guess, as maybe other people will. I, I like, um, when I need to, to have the camera in my hand, unless I'm driving. So it, that's just a personal preference thing, but that, that feature is there and I have played with it and it is, uh, it is pretty helpful, but yeah, there's, uh, there's also the the two other settings, the day setting and the twilight setting and It all depends on on the lighting in your area. I have found sometimes that if I'm in a brightly lit parking lot at night, the twilight setting might work a little better than the night setting. And that's just, you know, what you got to get used to um, playing with it. Uh, I I like the ability to manually focus the camera because then I know for sure that it's it's focused in and it's doing what it needs to do. And I'm not going to get back to the office and and look at the video and kind of kick myself in the butt. So, right. That's just a quick rundown of some of the things I like about
1: it. You know, you had mentioned about the uh, the mount, the threaded mount on the bottom, it, and it's funny because you've used it. I've never used the threaded mount. I always, <laughs> I always hold hold the camera in my hand and tend to utilize it just like I would a handy cam. In this coming issue mm-hmm. uh, of Pi Magazine, we profile the camera and I do a little bit of a write up or on, on the camera. And we did mention the fact that it does have a Wi-Fi app. All their cameras are Wi-Fi enabled. All the Psionic lines. What I liked about the the Wi-Fi capability is, in theory, now, I don't know if you would practically do this. I mean, this camera retails at $599, so we're talking, uh, you know, the the cheapest in the line, which is the sport version at $599. So it's not a $100 camera, but you you would have the ability to utilize a camera as a drop camera, either in a car or someplace that you could access it through Wi-Fi, either through a hotspot or or some other uh, manner. It could actually set it in your car, it does have time lapse, so you could set it to do time lapse photography, or you could access it through your Wi-Fi and you could actually uh, utilize and operate the camera remotely. I don't know if I would do that. I'm always hinky about leaving a $600 piece of equipment laying around that's <laughs> not next to me or sitting in my in my bag or in my hand. But you do have that the ability to do that. So the Wi-Fi app brings a lot of functionality to the camera that some of the other devices that are out there and some of the other cameras out there just don't have. So it is really cool to have the the Wi-Fi. The time lapse was a really neat feature because you can set it, the camera to take photographs, increments of one minute up to 60 minutes and and a bunch of spots in between. What I really found nice and useful about the camera is because it's true night vision, it does not have an infrared illuminator, no IR. So maybe for some of the folks that don't understand Mm -hmm. what IR illuminators are, if you look at like a camera in your office or one of the cameras that you might have around your house or at any commercial settings, you're going to see the, the camera lens and then you'll see a ring of are actually infrared illuminators. And most of the times those illuminators are not visible to the human eye and they, they project the light at a frequency that will light up the area, but but you won't detect it with your eye. So what I found really cool about the camera is because it doesn't have IR infrared illuminators, you have no problem shooting video through a windshield or through... A side piece of glass in your in your car some of the other cameras i've tried in the past because they're infrared if i don't put the camera right literally up against the glass i'm going to get that white flash mm-hmm. and you're not going to see through the glass so with this camera that's not a problem i've had lots of situations where i've been in the back seat of the car and i've been able to use the camera and shoot right through the front windshield without worrying about well i'm going to get white uh, white out or wash out and i'm not going to see the image so that's one of the cool features the camera does have a zoom and it, it's a limited zoom. It's about 16 times. When you think about handy cams, I mean, I, I use a, a JVC handy cam that has, I think, 128 digital zoom, which is, you know, really, I mean, yeah. that's like a tremendous zoom and you sort of get accustomed to that. So some guys will look at this and they'll say, well, it's only got a 16 times zoom, but you got to remember ton of technology packed into that little platform, the sensors and the night vision optics that are in there. So it doesn't have that really high Digital zoom capability, so you're not going to utilize it exactly as you would a handy cam, but for close-in night vision and low-light photography, this camera I, I just think it's tremendous.
2: Yeah, and once you get used to using the camera as well and, and its capabilities, I I have not found myself missing that that zoom from my regular camera at, at all. Really, um, it's it, you get used to it very quickly, and and also remember you're you're most of the time you're out there in at night in the dark, so. You can kind of push it a little bit uh, depending on your investigative style, but you can get a little closer if you need to. If you really need to get close and, and get something, um, the darkness kind of allows you to do that. So you have a little more of a luxury there because you're usually working in the night with this camera.
1: Mike, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about the psionics cameras that are available. Hang on,
0: everybody. This episode is brought to you by PI Magazine, the most respected voice of the professional investigator featuring stories and articles on current topics, equipment reviews, marketing tips and investigative advice for the professional investigator. Don't miss a single issue of PI Magazine. Visit PIMagazine.com and subscribe today. PI Directory, the go-to directory for the professional investigator. List your agency today and detail your investigative specialties and coverage areas. PIDirectory.com. Get your listing today. Go to PIDirectory.com. PI Gear. For all your professional investigator equipment needs, go to PIGear.com professional great equipment, and advice for real surveillance experts and professional investigators, visit PIGear.com. PIGear Gear, where the pros shop. Now back to our hosts, Jim Nanos and Nicole Casanelli.
1: And welcome back, everybody, to PI Magazine, the podcast. We're speaking tonight with Mike Aletta of Anchor Investigations, and we're talking about the psionics camera, the night vision cameras that are available for professional investigators now. Mike, the camera that I use is the sport version, which again, we, we said is actually the least expensive. And the, the original <laughs> idea for this camera was it was actually developed, this particular model within the line, the sport version, was actually developed for, for boaters. And the original intent was to provide boaters the ability to have a night vision camera or night vision optics when they are operating at their boat at night. But we find this has been a tremendous camera to transfer over into the professional investigator world. I love this camera. I use it all the time. And as we spoke, you know, prior to the break, there are four different models within the line of Psyonix cameras. And the, the cheapest one, the least expensive one, and I don't, I say cheap, I don't mean by any stretch of the imagination, cheap as in quality of manufacturing or, or anything along that. I'm talking about price point, is the sport version, which is actually the one that I like the best. Some of the other models, they have... Um, the new Aurora Black, the Aurora, and the Aurora Pro, they have a lot of other features that would make it useful for hunters. Uh, there's some recoil activation, so you could actually mount the camera on a, a firearm, and when you fire the weapon, it would automatically trigger the camera. There's some functionality that we would just never use that the typical professional investigator mm-hmm. wouldn't use. So so the entry-level yeah. camera, which is the the sport version, is pretty much everything that we need in a night vision camera. You used it in cohabitation investigations. I mean, do you take this out with you all the time? Is it in your camera bag? I mean, do you keep it with you all the time? I usually have it with me all the time Um,
2: because you never know when something's going to go a little longer than you expect. And uh, you know, the way I look at it is, I you know, I invested in this camera and and I'm going to use it and I'm going to use it as much as I possibly can. So, you know, it it doesn't take up much room in my camera bag. It's always charged up. It's got its own little memory card that I only use for for it. So I, I know what's on it and uh, it's usually on me and um, sometimes it's on me when I'm not working. Uh, You know, I, I tend to show people it all the time and they're amazed by what it could do but it's Kind of a good uh, party trick, but um,
1: (laughs) I use it all. uh, The previous camera I used was rather large and I had a separate carrying case for that camera and I had a, a different charger and it was different batteries and different lenses and what happened was I, w- I would tend to go out and do investigations and I wouldn't take it with me because it was a separate piece of equipment, a separate bag or box, a Pelican case I would have to take. What I really like about this camera mm-hmm. is it fits right into my everyday camera bag that I take. So I literally can take this camera. There's no extra parts. So I don't need any extra Pelican cases or, or anything. It'll fit in an existing bag because the physical dimensions of the camera are so small. It's, it's just like having another Handycam. The, the battery is removable, which is really nice. We've had some other cameras I've looked at in the past where the battery or the storage of power battery is actually integrated into the camera and you, you can't swap batteries. You would have to charge this. This camera has the ability you can swap batteries on the fly if you needed to. And it has a standard USB charging cable so you can actually charge it in your car if you needed to going from job to job or while you're transiting between investigations. So I, I find overall, I'm, I'm really pleased with it. If somebody calls me up and I, I tend to talk myself out of sales, they'll call up PI Gear and they'll start talking <laughs> about the cameras. And, you know, they're, they're talking about one of the more expensive and, and I end up downselling them. And I say, you know, that, that's great. But don't, you don't need that $1,000 or $999 camera. You're going to get all the functionality that most of us are going to need in the least expensive platform that's available we wrap up the show, your overall impressions and any closing thoughts on the use of of the psionic sport?
2: Um, Overall, I'm super happy that you uh, brought it to my attention and I had the opportunity to purchase it. You know, as investigators, we kind of can just make sure we have enough tools at our disposal for anything that may come up. And the nighttime always comes up. So uh, having this tool available is a um, pretty big asset to have, I think, for anybody that's doing any kind of surveillance work. and You're going to find yourself working it into other things that might not even require night vision, but because you have it, you're going to use it. One other thing, though, you had touched on the, the IR capabilities or the, the fact that it's, it doesn't have IR, um, but I don't think you mentioned how it does pick up IR. Um, so if something that you're shooting with is transmitting an in, in infrared light, this camera will, will recognize that and use that light to illuminate the the, the frame as well. So it's, it's interesting to see driving through a parking lot or in an area where um, there may be night vision cameras set up uh, for surveillance purposes on a building. You can quickly identify exactly where those cameras are. They look like bright spotlights in this camera. So that's a cool little feature that I wasn't really counting on that I kind of stumbled upon. And, and uh, we have talked about it in the past and, and it's kind of interesting that that kind of just came up and it's just another asset for this camera.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because we have a, um, an investigator who I guess he called me about two weeks ago and he utilizes a lot of GPS trackers. He purchased the mm-hmm. camera and he doesn't use it for surveillance, but what he found was that exactly like you're saying, when he goes out and he's placing a tracker or he's doing surveillance, he views the properties that he's doing surveillance on and he, to the naked eye, you're not going to see those uh, IR devices that are illuminating or cameras on the property. So from a distance, he can actually look at a a property and he can determine if there's any cameras that are doing surveillance on him. So he's, he's sort of doing counter surveillance initially to see if there's any cameras looking at him as he's looking at the house. So as you said, that's a really cool feature. I probably did a really bad job of explaining that you did much better. But it, it, it's a really cool feature that when you're going out and you're doing a surveillance, I can look at my target house and I got an idea if they've got cameras watching me, whether it's a ring doorbell or one of the doorbell exactly. cameras or just a many cameras that are out there that people hang all over their houses and on their property now. If it's got an infrared <laughs> illuminator, this camera is going to show it as a, a very hot spot and a very uh, a big white torch almost looking at you. So you got an idea that there's a camera watching you. So that's one of the really cool features. So exactly. as we wrap it up, Mike, I, I just want to take a couple of minutes again and tell you, thank you very much. You, it's, it's been great talking to you again. I know we chat fairly often uh, and it's usually about surveillance. We always tend to somehow steer to <laughs> the, the conversation towards what's new in the surveillance world and equipment wise. So, um, and, and this is, this camera came up in one of our conversations and and I know you've got one and, and you like it. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So the cameras are available at PI gear, go to the website, take a look at them full article in this next issue of PI Magazine and I'm hoping I can get some videos up on the website of PI Gear so you'll be able to actually see some of the videos I've taken and some that Mike's taken also that'll show you the actual camera in action. So uh, check it out and uh, if you have any questions please don't ever hesitate give me a call at PI Gear and and we'll talk about the camera and if you need some demo videos we'll we'll shoot you some demo videos. Mike how can people get a hold of you?
2: Um, you can get a hold of me if uh, actually if you have any questions about the camera too. Give me a shout. Um, my email address is uh, Mike at AnchorPI.com. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me because we're all busy during the day now, and I would hate to miss a phone call. So, yeah, shoot me an email if, if you if you want to hear from somebody who is actually using the camera in the field and, and not Jim who is selling the camera. Give me a call. I, uh, you know, I use it often, and, um, you know, I'll tell you more about it. But, uh, and, Mike, and
1: everybody special. who calls me, they know I, I get lots of calls that I end up talking myself out of sales because a guy will tell me this is what I want to use this device for. And I'll tell them that's really not, not meant for that or it's not going to be the best use. If you call me, I'll give you my honest opinion on everything that we sell. and you know, Tell me your situation and, and I'll tell you if I think it's a good use or a good piece of equipment. And if it's not, I'll tell you that. And if it's something that we don't sell, I'll tell you, you know, where you can go get it or what I would recommend. So I, I tend to talk myself out of as many sales as I make. Mike, what's your website?
2: My website is, um, anchor uh, you can, you can contact me there. That's a, a brief overview of, of everything we do. Um, and, uh, yeah, all my contact information is actually on the website and if uh, you
1: know, if anybody has anything, uh, they want to contact me about, go for it. And we'll have uh, all Mike's contact information on the show notes. As we wind down this episode of PI Magazine, a podcast, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and hope you tune in uh, next week for the next episode. I want to thank my co-host and co-publisher, Nicole Cusinelli, who's not here in studio for this episode, but she'll be in uh, shortly for the next episode we're recording. Thanks to my board operator, Detective Jack Russell. Uh, We'll see you next time on PI Magazine, a podcast. Until then, remember, stay professional and keep investigating.
0: Thank you for joining us in this episode of PI Magazine, the podcast. Join us next week for a new and exciting show with your hosts and the publishers of PI Magazine, Jim Nanos and Nicole Cusinelli. Remember to check out our guests and sponsors' websites to support those who support our profession. Visit PIMagazine.com for the latest links, conference updates, and professional news, and subscribe today. Thank you again, and remember keep investigating.